Welcome, gentle listeners, to the latest edition of Lifeline Theaters on the Air. I'm Alicia Duncan, Artistic Director. This December, we bring you a world premiere, a serialized adaptation of The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus by L. Frank Baum, best known as the author of The Wonderful World of Oz. This book tells the story of how an abandoned babe becomes a beloved icon dedicated to bringing joy to the children of the world. So please enjoy The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, Part 1, Boyhood. Tidings to you, King of the Sleep Phase. <sighs> and to you, Queen of the Water Sprites. And who is that I see here? King of the Wind Demons? Greetings, King of the Sleep Phase, Queen of the Water Sprites. And to you, Your Majesty. <sighs> Sorry. What is that noise? I can only imagine it would be... It is I, the Gnome King, King of all the underground. King. King? <sighs> King? Kings, Queen, and more to be approaching. And greetings also to you, King of the Sound Imps. Ha! Good one! <sighs> You raise a good point, King. Why in all the realms did Ack call us here to the Laughing Valley in the middle of the night in the dead of winter? He is Ack, the great woodman of the world. Who are we to deny him? Yeah, it's freezing. And I am queen of the water sprites. You know what you need for water sprites? Water, not ice. And yet here I am, because Ack has summoned us. He wouldn't do so lightly, so we wait. Sorry, folks. Didn't mean to make the weather inhospitable. Ah, Jack Frost. How not surprising. (sighs) Jack? Jack. Frost. Were you summoned as well? Yes, all the immortals have been called. Ack has to speak with us all. It is of the most serious import. Jack Frost. Yes, your highness? Why are you reaching for my nose? Was I? I'm looking right at you. Yeah. Sorry, your highness. Just part of the job. You come nipping at anything of mine, and you are going to be... Peace, Gnome King. Ah, Queen of the Fairies, you snuck up on me. It's a gift. Oh, look, it's Zerline, Queen of Nymphs. Greetings, fellow immortals. You all know my chalice bearer, the nymph, Nasile. Your Highnesses. Queen Zerline, do you know what this is all about? Sadly, I do. It is time. Time? Time for what? Someone we know has come to the end of their life. Everyone we know is immortal. 
Well, not everyone. Oh no! You don't mean- I'm afraid so. But he's barely- <laughs> Which is quite a long time for a mortal. Oh, oh, oh. I'm so... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Very eloquent, old friend. Stupid business being mortal. I never saw much point to it. And yet, it is we who are rare, my friend. And I don't believe mortals were given much of a choice. Here comes Ack now. Greetings to you, great woodsman. Your majesties. I see the others are making their ways up the hills. I wish to thank you all for answering my summons. As to why we are here in the Laughing Valley, outside the home of... Queen Zerline informed us. His time has come. Yes, yes, yes it has. And as we are immortals and our memories are also endless, I have called us together to share his story, so that it too shall be endless. This sounds like something that could have been handled in a missive? I ask your indulgence, Gnome King. This will be one night in an endless stream of them for us. But perhaps it shall be important. Perhaps something will happen that will affect all the nights hereafter. And how much time could it possibly take to discuss a mortal life? Fine, fine, let's get to it then. Let's hear all about the life and adventures of Santa Claus. I suppose it starts with me. Uh, myself and Nasil, actually. And of course, Queen Zerlene. Let us pull back the veil of time and return to that day. For time out of mind, I have traveled the world with my chalice and my axe. Every budding day, I find myself in the great forest of Burzee. The great forest that remains untouched and unseen by the mortal humans. The nymph Nasil takes my chalice from me and holds it to Queen Zerline's lips that she may drink and ensure the prosperity of the great forest. One particular budding day, I was on my way to see Queen Zerline when I discovered a mortal child left alone on the edge of the world and the border of the great forest of Burzee. We know little of the sorrow and misery that plague poor mortals who inhabit the open spaces of the earth. Whatever could drive a person to have to abandon a child? They have my sympathy, for I can only hope it was a truly painful decision. I stood there looking down upon this child when I heard movement in the grass. Hello, Shigra. May I ask what your intentions are for the squalling snack? Well, my dear lioness, I had no intentions to speak of. I certainly didn't intend to find a babe lost in the woods. And I don't wish to be late to meet the forest nymphs. It's... Budding day, yes. But this little bud doesn't fall under the protection of the forest of Brzee. It is just a piece of fruit fallen to the ground at the discretion of any to pick it up and eat. True, true, but I would 
You're going to ask me not to eat it, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. I knew I should have been faster. But more. More? For someone who cannot be refused, you ask an awful lot. I know, I do. And I am grateful that you are so helpful. Keep the babe safe. Give it your milk. I'll send word to the forest the child is not to be harmed. Perhaps whomever left the child here will change their mind and return for it. And if they don't? Man-children have no ability to take care of themselves. I can only give it my milk for so long. Well, give it tonight. We shall see what happens. As you wish. And with that, I left Shigra and the babe and went on to the Budding Day Festival. I mentioned it in passing to the nymphs, and at most I thought it would be a curiosity, an anecdote, something that happened and was done. Little did I know, until it was time to pass the cup to Nasil, and she was nowhere to be found. Great Ack. Yes, Nasil. Perhaps I may continue the narrative, since this is where I come in? Please. Everyone, you know Nasil, nymph and chalice-bearer to Queen Zerline. Oh, yes. oh nice to see Like all of you, I have no memory of things not being the way they are. I only remember always existing. One day I was, and I had a job, and I was doing it. In addition to holding the chalice for my lady, I was to guard the forests and minister to the wants of young trees, keep hurtful weeds from growing beneath them, keep the poisonous gadrels from flying into them, make sure the trees had water and sun. And one day I realized the weeds no longer tried to sprout near my trees, and the gadrels? Well, let's just say they learned not to mess with me. They weren't even young trees anymore. They were old and sturdy, and I, I was just the same. It is not that I lacked amusement. There was the Feast of Nuts, the Jubilee of Autumn Tintings, the Solemn Ceremony of Leaf Shedding, and, of course, Budding Day. But these periods of enjoyment were far apart and left me with long periods with nothing to do. No other nymph seemed to feel the dissatisfaction that I was feeling. I couldn't explain it, and they couldn't understand it. I felt... I felt alone. And when you are the only one who feels alone in a group, it feels twice as lonely. I thought, I dreamed of seeing other places, of adventures, but... The law of the forest. forest. Yes, the law of the forest. So when Ak told the story of the foundling child, I thought, well, at first I thought nothing. I was just filled with a desire to see it to experience something new. So I slipped out of the celebration and went to where the child was. The great lioness Shigra was still with the baby. Nymph. Shigra, the great Ak mentioned your charge. Temporary charge. In the morning, it is someone else's problem. Although, he is quite cute. For a human child. It's a man? When they are this small, they call them boys. But yes, the child is male. And hungry. I have never seen a human child before. 
Have you ever seen a human adult before? No. Well, there you are. It's so helpless. Yes. Sorry. My mouth was watering there for a second. You will not eat that child! I already swore I wouldn't. So has every other animal around here. But that's only half the problem. What's the other half? We mortal things. We, we need to learn how to survive. We don't just blink into existence fully formed with a head full of ideas. Someone has to show us, teach us. Even my cubs, who are quick learners, still have to learn. Humans, humans have sacrificed instinct for what they call intellect. As a result, they can build shelters to live in and ways to travel and, and even to farm and domesticate animals. But it also makes them quite vulnerable when they are first born. Vulnerable? Yes. Like your young trees that need attention. Eventually, they need less and want less. But in the beginning, when they are like this, they can't even articulate their wants. They just cry out at everything, and you have to guess what it is they want. It's rather tiresome. If... Yes? If you have things you need to do, I could care for the child. Well... I have sworn to act that I would guard the child through the night. And I am willing to accept that mantle of responsibility. Well... As long as you take the oath seriously... I will. I will. Humans are needy things, so you will need to constantly watch him. I shall. I shall. Okay. Take him. And support the head. They can't even hold their heads up at this age. Farewell, nymph. Let Act know that I fulfilled my oath. I will. And with that, Shigra was gone. And I was just holding this tiny life in my hands. And I felt my discontentment and dissatisfaction leave me. And I just felt joy. I carried him into the great forest of Berzee back to the budding day festival. Nasil, where have you been? I cannot drink from the chalice if my chalice bearer is... What? Is that? <gasps> it. It is the child that Master Act saved this day. And you brought it into the great forest of Brzee? You've broken one of our most basic laws. Yes. Laws that I have established for a reason. And now, for the first time in all of known history, a nymph has defied me and my laws. Yet. Yet? And yet, in my heart, I can find no word of chiding. What is your desire, Nasil? At first, I just wanted to see it. There are no children amongst the immortals. And now... And now? It is even more helpless than the saplings I used to care for. It needs someone. He needs me. I want to take care of him. Here, in the forest of Berzee where the human race has never yet penetrated? 
He is weak and helpless. How can it harm Brzee or its denizens? He just needs someone to look after him. Are we supposed to just turn a child away or leave it to its own fate? And the law? You made the law, Master Woodsman. You also stepped in to help the child. You intervened between the child and certain death. You must care as well. If you make him my charge, then that too would be law. Queen Zerline? These are your laws, Ak. But is any law just that punishes the innocent? If you give heed to Nasil's petition... We will keep the child among us. We will teach him to live in harmony with all living things as we do. Very well. I don't think you all know what you are asking for. The child is mortal. If you think that trees grow fast and pass too soon, well, you have never truly experienced a mortal lifespan. It is in the nature of man to lead an ephemeral existence. He will leave an impression on your lives, but that is your choice. I, Ak, the great woodsman of the world, proclaim that Nasil, nymph and chalice-bearer to Queen Zerline of the great forest of Berzee, shall henceforth raise this child. (laughs) Thank you, great Ak. But let it be known that this is the first time I have relaxed the law. And it will also be the last. Nevermore shall a mortal be adopted by an immortal. It only leads to trouble and anxiety getting wrapped up in the lives of mortals. Now, if you would take this chalice that Queen Zerline may drink. I, oh, of course. I just need to, uh, here. Yes, yes, uh, trade you. What? He seems to like it. Queen Zerline, drink of this chalice on budding day so the great forest of Berzee may thrive. Thank you, great Ak. Here is your child, Nasil. Oh, my child. My child. And if I could just... Uh, Nasil, uh, my chalice? Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Farewell, nymphs. I shall see you next budding day. So Ak, the great woodsman, went on his way, and then everyone clustered around me and the child. What shall we call him, Nasil? He must have a name. How does one name anything, Queen Zerline? We have always been and have always had our names. How do you call something? Well, it's my understanding that mortals name their children after something or someone. Or their names have additional meanings. For example, Stephen means wreath or crown. He doesn't look like a wreath or crown. (laughs) No, he wouldn't. What is a name that means little one? Claus. Then he shall be called Claus. What about Niklaus? For that means Nasil's little one. (gasps) Very well. He shall be named Niklaus, but I will just call him Claus. And it was probably best that I did, because while I may have taken him as my responsibility, he was raised not by me alone, but by the forest of Berzee. He was all of ours, 
I made his bed from the softest moss in my own bower, and the nymphs searched the forest for bell udders, which you know are filled with milk. Even Shigra would come and feed claws, purring softly as she did. And before I knew it... Happy budding day, Nasil. But how can that be? It was just... He just... Ah, look at the boy. What do you call him? He is called Claus. Look how much he's grown. I know. It happens so much faster than the trees. One moment he was just nestled in my arms, and now he is walking and talking. He is so gentle and sweet. He is beloved by all the forest. He is fearless. He can afford to be, Nasil. My word has protected him from all the beasts of the great forest of Burzee. As long as he remains here, he will be safe. And all the immortals have come to see him. The rills who watch over the flowers and the plants, the nooks who watch over the beasts of the world, and especially the fairies who guard mankind. They all love him. Human children tend to absorb what is around them, like a mushroom. If it is love, they are loved and become loving. If it isn't... Nothing but love. Nothing but love here. Happy budding day, Nasil. But you just said no. That was the last... Oh, my. Are you all right, Nasil? Oh, great and mighty Ak. I... I feel... I feel differently than I ever have. I... Never noticed time before. The trees seem to grow at a reasonable rate, but claws... It feels like he just came to me yesterday, and now he feels near grown. I can see the time passing. I can feel it, and it is too fast. This was the danger I warned you of, Nasil. The danger of loving a mortal thing. Even a mortal who lives to be a ripe old age for a mortal will be gone in a blink of an eye to us. Their mortality shapes who they are and the choices they make. Even he who is protected by charms and loved by the nymphs, he too one day will pass from existence. It is their way. It is painful. I never knew pain like this before. I love him so much, and the thought that one day he will be gone, it drives me to distraction. Happy budding day, Nasil. Oh, too fast, too fast by far. How is it possible? How can it be time for budding day again? The seasons pass, Nasil. Everything moves forward as it always has. How is Claus? He is wonderful. He is sweet and kind. He loves all. He is curious. He, he wants to help, so we give him what jobs we can't. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing is wrong. He just... I can see that he knows now. Knows? He knows that he is the only one of his kind who lives here. He hasn't asked about it yet, but I can see him seeing that he is different. What will I tell him? The truth. When he is ready. And the truth is, no matter what his beginnings... He is the most beloved creature in the great forest of Burzee. 
Happy budding day, Nasil. <gasps> oh, Ak, my heart, my heart. What is it, Nasil? It's Claus. Surely he is well. Well, safe indeed, safe to wander, safe to go where he pleases. He is too big for me to carry. Indeed, it is now easier for him to carry me. He used to cling to my hand, and now I have to follow him everywhere. He can talk to the animals and seems determined to hear every individual story. Yet, he has nothing to say to me anymore. He just smiles and gives me a hug and a kiss on the cheek, and he is once more out into the great forest. I feel like I have so little time left with him and that time is being robbed from me. But I still want him to be happy, and I don't want to interfere with what makes him happy. Nasil, you have found yourself in the same place that you were in before with your trees. When they are saplings, they need your help. But the purpose has always been to raise them to a point where they can take care of themselves. And eventually, one day, you can lie at their roots and let them shade you. But he is human. And you are immortal. He changes every day, and you, not at all. I feel changed. I mean aged. You haven't aged, but yes, you have changed. And your relationship with Claus has changed because he ages and you don't. He probably sees you more as a sister than a parent now. But I still love him like a parent. I know you do. And there's an element of parental love, a painful lesson that all parents must learn. No. No more painful lessons, thank you. Nasil, there comes a time when you have to know if you raised your child well. And you can only do that by letting them show you who they are. And that means letting them be who they are. Claus is mortal, but knows nothing of the mortal world. He needs to know where he comes from. He is surrounded by immortals, things that will never die. He has no concept of what actual mortal life is like. What are you saying? I need to speak with him. As... as you wish. Claus? Hello, Nasil. Happy Budding Day, Great Ack. My, look at you. You're as big as I am. Yes, I suppose I am. Claus, do you know what you are? Tall? Yes. What else? Confused? Claus, you are fundamentally different than everything else in the great forest of Berzee. You know this. I... yes. And you never asked Nasil about it? I... You can answer. I... She... Nasil... I always felt that she would rather I... Not ask. Claus, I'm sorry. I never meant... But I'm sure you asked one of the forest occupants. Yes. And what did they tell you? That I am a human male. And what does that mean? That I am a... Male who is human. Claus, you are unique. No other human has been raised in the great forest of Brazil under my protection. 
No other human has been raised to understand the beasts of the forests and the insects. No other human has been taught to see the many races of immortals or how to listen to flowers. You alone, in all of existence, have been given these gifts. So, what are you? I'm afraid I don't understand the question, Great Ack. Claus, how would you like to come with me and see the mortal world? What? What? Yes! No! He is too young! Nasil, eighteen budding days, eighteen changes of season have passed since you first took the babe into your arms. That can't be right. By all things mortal, Claus is now an adult. And as an adult, he needs to decide what path his life will take. He may choose to return here to the safety of the forest, but he also needs to know where he came from. There's no better way for him to see that than under my protection. For how long? What does time matter to an immortal? Time matters because I can feel it now. Claus will accompany me on my travels. We will return, as I always do, on budding day. A year? A whole year? Once I wouldn't even have noticed a year, and now it feels like a lifetime. Nasil, mother, I love you. You raised me, and though I never asked how, it's been made clear to me over the years that you saved me. I would never be able to repay you. You never have to. But I feel this is something that I have to do. An answer that I need to find for myself. I have never known tears before I met you, Claus. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I relish my tears because I know it means my heart is full of love. And pride. I'm proud of you, Claus. And I will miss you while you are gone. Please come back to me. I will be gone for one year, and then I will return, Mother. I will always love you, Claus. And I you. Claus, place your hand on my arm. Don't let go. This will feel strange at first. Goodbye, Mother. I will see you soon. And before I could even squeak out a goodbye, they were gone in a seven-league stride. And I was left all alone. And you learn the hardest lesson a mortal parent can learn, how to let go. The hardest job any parent has is raising a child to be prepared for the day when you aren't needed anymore. For mortals, there comes a time when they can't be there anymore, and the child becomes the parent. Just as the seasons change, so must the lives of mortals. The pain I feel. I wish that I had somehow gone first. It feels too wrong to watch the child I raised be taken from me. I have lived forever, but now? Now I feel as if I have aged a lifetime. And I have. For I have aged Claus's lifetime. I remain unchanged on the outside, but inside... Loving something that cannot last changes you. But it is love worth having. I'm fine. I just need a minute to move around. You know, 
I'm going to pull up some hot lava and make ourselves a fire to sit around. That sounds like a pleasant idea. Perhaps everyone should take a moment, and when we return, I will tell you of mine and Claus's journey during that year. Okay. Stand back, everyone. Hot lava! Tonight's episode was produced by Lifeline Theater and Sound Concept Media. It was adapted and directed by Lifeline Ensemble member Christopher Hainsworth and features the talents of Sandy Snyder as Queen of the Water Sprites, James E. Grote as King of the Sleep Phase, Andres Enriquez as King of the Wind Demons, Manny Tamayo as the Gnome King, Anthony Kerr as Jack Frost, Dorothy Milne as Queen of the Fairies, Jennifer Tyler as Queen Zerline, Heather Curie as the Nymph Nasile, Patrick Blagel as Ak, the Great Woodsman of the World, Allison Kane as Shigra, the Lioness, and Bilal Dardai as Kloss. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to hear about future projects. You can support our podcast at patreon.com backslash lifeline theater. Please join us next week as the life and adventures of Santa Claus continues in part two, Manhood. All of us at Lifeline wish you a safe and happy holiday season.